The words that we heard in both the responsorial psalm and in the sequence, Lord, send out your spirit. I don't think there's any greater words that can be spoken at this time in the world between the COVID-19 and the riots that are happening in our country. We need the spirit more than probably ever before, at least in our lifetimes. The, the need for the Holy Spirit to be upon our society, to heal the wounds that are out there. And we all have our own wounds, but we have to keep them in real contract, in real contact with who we are as people of faith. And that can be challenging at times because the world's idea of compassion and care is totally different than ours as people of faith. We can understand how people are suffering, but that doesn't relieve our responsibility to be faithful stewards of God's plan. The ultimate plan is to love, to love as he loved. And that means we can't be tearing places apart. We can't be destroying people's businesses. We can't be infecting one another with this virus. We have to have great concern for one another. And somehow in our culture, we've lost a lot of that. It's flown out the window. We need to be able to see the light. The great light of all, of course, is Christ. If we have him as the center of our focus, none of this other stuff is going to happen, which means we have to be representatives like the disciples and going out into the world and saying, you have to love. You have to care for one another. You can't be destroying one another. That is not what is meant for people of faith. Somehow in the last 40 years, we've lost some of that. To be able to have that understanding of how we are to be responsible for one another. I truly respect the people of my father's age and the great self-sacrifice that they had for our world, willing to go to war to protect the innocent. That doesn't always mean taking up arms. The arms we have to take up are these arms, without a weapon, without destroying, but giving life and freshness to our brothers and sisters providing that healing touch that they need. That's what's so important about the lessons we learned from Christ. He was not afraid of touching one another. What's the first thing he said to Thomas the second time he comes to the upper room? Come, Thomas, put your hand into my finger, your finger into my hand, and your hand into my side. Thomas didn't have to do that. He saw it was the Lord. And what does he say? The Lord and my God. He saw for the first time the fullness of what the other disciples had already witnessed. And that great promise has been given to us. We're giving that every time we come to Mass. Every time we receive the Eucharist, Christ is right in front of us. That's when we receive the Eucharist and we say, Amen. So be it. This is the truth. 
This is Christ present among us. And he heals all of our divisions. But we can only have that if we put Christ first. To listen to his words, to respond to his words, to be his words for our brothers and sisters. That's the key of our faith. That's the key that we celebrate every Easter, the Easter season. Even though it's been limited this year, that did not give us a chance or give us the, the what I want to say, um, the distancing from who we should be. It should draw us even closer to the Lord. For he is our strength. He is our hope for all that we have and are. Let us pray strongly for our country as going through this terrible turmoil between the disease and the riots that are happening in our big cities. That God will ease that pain and that suffering to heal the, the people that want to destroy rather than build up. Because that's who we are. We're people that build and not destroy. 